For over 25 years, I tried countless diets with the goal of just getting to a normal weight and holding it, but I always fell short. That is until 2009 when I unlocked the key to shifting my metabolism and my mindset so I could drop 80 pounds, reach a normal weight, and hold it, eating two to 3,000 calories a day. So, my beautiful butterflies, I think you know the time and place. The time is now. The place is here. The wait is over. Ladies and gentlemen, take your hands off that bagel and put them together for Dr. Kathleen Nash. Hello, my butterflies. It is Dr. Kathleen Nash, and welcome to The Wait Is Over. I am super excited to have you here for today's podcast because we are going to be talking about something that I think is very, very relative as we are coming out of the pandemic and things are starting to open up. Today's episode, we are going to talk about the two forms of effort that people use to reach a health and weight loss goal. Now, just to be certain, one form of effort will almost never reach the goal, and the other form of effort almost certainly will. So this is a super exciting episode. Let's go ahead and get into it. So the two forms of effort that we are talking about to reach a health and a weight loss goal are one, something called relative effort, and two, one called effort of achievement. Now, people couldn't call these two forms of effort something completely different. These are just my terms. This is what I tell myself on a daily basis, and this is something that I commonly have to teach to my weight loss clients. You see, when my weight loss clients, my private clients come into a program, or even my online people come into a program, one of the things, especially since the pandemic started, that I have to do is I have to encourage them to put a physical demand on their body to burn body fat. Another way of saying this is exercise. I need you to be active, okay? I don't need you to sit around on your butt and expect that simply paying for a program is going to make it happen, right? So one of the things that I do is I help them by constructing like a baseline or a foundation of the type of physical achievement that they, sorry, the type of physical effort that they will most likely need to do to reach the standard three to seven pounds a week on average. Now notice I give a range, right? And that's because depending upon the amount of effort you execute is going to determine on what side of the range you achieve. The problem comes in where I give very specific details of the type of effort that for most of my clients is required to see a significant change in the body in 30 days. And what ends up coming back to me is the other form of effort that gets the lack luster result. So let's go ahead and define the two. The first one, relative effort, basically means the amount of effort now that you are doing compared to the amount of effort that you did before you started your weight loss program, whether it's mine or any other. So for example, if you are like 61% of the American public who have gained weight in the pandemic on average of 30 pounds, then chances are the level of physical effort that you have been doing on a daily basis has decreased significantly. Now, when it first happened back in 
March and April of 2020, it was startling. It was surreal. It was in sharp contrast to what you were used to. But unfortunately, the more you were exposed to being stuck in confined places, to not being allowed to go anywhere, to not moving, to public places being closed, we are, our minds adapted to this and we got used to doing little, if any, physical movement. So then when we come out of that kind of a situation with a weight gain and we decide that we're going to start putting in some effort into losing weight, what would normally, compared to doing nothing, if we start doing something like walking a mile a day, it seems like a lot relative to what we were doing during the pandemic, right? So that's a relative form of effort. When you're in a weight loss program and you look at the effort you're doing right now and you compare it to the effort that you did before the program, it will most likely, because of your perception, seem like a lot. So that's the first kind of effort. However, the second form of effort is where the riches lie, is where the magic happens, and that is known as the effort of achievement. The definition of the effort of achievement is basically the amount of effort it's actually going to take to reach the goal, right? So if uh, let's go to like a scenario. We're going to make something up, and I'm doing this on the fly. So let's say we've got somebody who gained weight on the pen. We'll, we'll use a standard American, okay? Standard American, standard one of the 61%, gained 30 pounds during the pandemic. Maybe they had a physical job or at least like an office job or some kind of job that required movement. That job was then transitioned during the pandemic where they could work remotely. And then they sat at their ha in their home, worked remotely, didn't have to commute. If they had children, the children were homeschooled. So everything occurred in a very, very small space. And they went from moving, say, on average... 5,000 steps a day of movement to moving 1,500 or 2,000 steps a day of movement, right? They gain 30 pounds. Now, yeah, 35 pounds of fat equates to like 105,000 calories. You have a surplus of 105,000 calories on you. That is the amount of calories that need to be burned in order for you to get the 30 pounds off. When I walk a mile, I burn about 150. If I'm walking fast, maybe 180. So if I take that 105,000 105, calories and I divide it by 180, it means it's going to take me 583 days of walking a mile a day to burn that off if I change nothing else. You guys, that is about a year and a half. Okay. So is that mile a day more effort than what I might've been used to during the pandemic when I wasn't allowed to leave my home and I was only walking 1500 steps a day? Yes. Right. But if I want to get the 30 pounds off in, let's say four months, then in order for me to do that, I have to create a calorie deficit of 875 calories a day-ish. Can you see, see the difference between relative achievement and the effort of achievement? There's, it's difference, right? And so the problem is what happens is I might have somebody who comes to me and maybe week one they saw gangbuster kind of, of weight loss, and then in week two it slows down, and that's typically when I start giving 
a very consistent strategy guide for them to do in order to keep the body moving in the right direction. And invariably, the people that decide that relative effort matters are the ones that will come back and be concerned about their lack of weight loss or their slow weight loss. And when I start probing and and looking at what they're doing, what I'm finding out is they're employing this relative effort. They're believing that what they're doing based on what they were doing during the pandemic should be enough to move them forward, but we have to be realistic. One, we have to be realistic in our goals and what the body's physically capable of achieving in a certain amount of time. But two, we also have to look at the effort of achievement and decide how much of that am I going to chisel away on a given day or any given day until I reach my goal. Effort comes in all shapes and sizes. This is just one slice of the effort. This is just physical effort to help chip away at the calorie surplus that I'm holding on my body. I've also got to look at the mental effort and the mental discipline required. If I got used to eating anything and everything during the pandemic, if I was close to my refrigerator and I visited it every two or three hours, I have to learn how to not do that. If I've created cues that trigger a craving, that trigger me eating something and getting a dopamine response from eating that thing, I've got to learn how to break down and shift my environment so that I don't set off those cues and triggers so I can let go of that. If I want to go back out and be social and visit friends and family members, I've got to be able to tell them that I don't want to eat the same as them or I need to eat differently in alignment with my goal versus an alignment of just being social. That's another form of effort. So the effort of achievement goes way further than the amount of physical activity we might need to use to burn off the calorie surplus that we're holding on our body. And we have to take a strong look whenever we decide that we're going to get healthier or that we're going to improve a relationship or we're going to get a better job or we're going to keep our house clean. There's always two forms of effort. There's relative effort, and then there's the effort of achievement. Relative effort, are you doing more than you used to do? Yes, great. And is that taking you in the right direction? Yes, most likely. Is it going to go at the speed at which you want to accomplish the goal? Maybe, but more likely no. And then when you don't see the goal coming to fruition as quickly as you would like, you blame your program or your plan or your method, and you give up. That is not the way you want to go about it. Ideally, what you want to do is look at the goal that you want to achieve, set a timeline to achieve the goal, and then set about a plan that you can break down what you need to do in action steps taken every single day that fall in line with you achieving that goal. So if we go back to the 30-pound weight gain that the American, the average American has experienced, if we want to get rid of that 30 pounds in a relatively safe manner of time, four week, or four months, right? So that's 16 weeks to lose 30 pounds, okay? So that means that I want to lose on average about 1.8, one to, you know, 1.8 or two pounds a week. Two pounds a week is about 7,000 calories, which is a 1,000 calorie a day deficit somehow. Between what I'm eating and how I'm moving, I need to wake up every day and figure out what do I need to do to create a 1,000 calorie deficit. 
right? Am I going to exercise a lot? Am I going to eat to create the deficit? Am I going to do both? Am I going to purposely eat foods that rob my body of the ability to store food and encourage it to, to change its hormones and its chemicals and burn body fat? Am I going to decide that maybe that goal is too lofty compared to all the other demands that I have on my time? Am I going to shift the goal so that it's a little bit more in alignment with what I'm trying to do with the rest of my life? See how that goes? But if you can look at where you are right now, look at where you want to be, set a timeline, and then break down the goal into weekly pieces and then daily pieces, and then hold yourself to that daily standard of, you know, let's do it again. So let's say that maybe four months is too long. So we're going to do five months instead. So we got five months, four weeks in a month, or 4.3 right? So five times 4.3. So we're looking at about 21 weeks. 21 weeks to lose 30 pounds means that on average, I want to lose about 1.4 pounds a week. That's incredibly doable, right? So 1.4 pounds is 4,900 calories, which divided by seven is about 700 calorie a day deficit. Now we've broken it into a daily deficit in order for me to shift off the 30 pounds in about five weeks. 700 calorie deficit. I, that means that I can cut back on my food a little bit, put myself in a slight caloric deficit when it comes to my food. I can do some kind of activity that's strong for like 30 or 40 minutes, and that's probably going to create the deficit that I'm looking for to help me reach my goal. And now, I know when I see that 700 calorie deficit that needs to be achieved every day, that is the effort of achievement, not relative effort, right? And if I can track that effort by writing things down, by looking up calorie content of foods that I'm eating, by monitoring my activity to some degree, then that's going to help me get there instead of just assuming that when I do things like my Facebook group is teasing me lately because I keep saying this, cleaning out my garage. If I've got a private client that when I ask them, I'm like, I've got nothing here telling me what your, what your movement was this week. What, what kind of exercise or activity did you do to create the physical demand? And I come back, they come back with, I did yard work or I cleaned out the garage or we had to clean the house a lot. That's too vague. It's not measurable. And we're falling into the effort that's relative effort which means we're probably not going to see very much of a goal because we're not creating any kind of data that's measurable, right? So that would be the type of effort that you want to look at. Look at your goal. Whatever the goal is, I want to get a new job by the end of the year, right? Well, what do I have to do? What's the effort of achievement? Not just relative effort. If I want to get a new job by the end of the year and it's, you know, it all depends on what that, what that, job is. Is it in the same field, something I already know that I have the skill set for? Or do I need to develop a whole new skill set for it? If I need to develop a whole new skill set for it, how much time every day can I devote to learning the new skill set so that I can apply for the job? And then once it becomes time to apply for the job, how many interviews on average or applications should I put in every single day so that by the time I get to the end of the year, I've most likely got that job? That's the effort of achievement right? Versus just saying, I want a new job by the end of the year. 
and I'm going to sort of kind of study a little bit when I have the time. That's relative achievement, a relative effort, right? Am I doing more towards that goal than I did before I made the decision? Yes. Is it enough to get me the goal? Probably not. What's going to get you to the goal is figuring out what the effort of achievement is, breaking it down into daily strategies, and then adhering to those daily strategies and not failing from that standard. And when you do it that way, you're biting away at the goal a little bit at a, at a, little bit at a time, and you're much more likely to hit the goal. So hopefully that gives you an idea of effort and the two kinds of efforts and why sometimes we might say that we want something and it seems like we're working towards it, but we're not getting there very quickly. And I look forward to catching you guys in the next podcast. Remember, if you think you might want to do an evaluation with me, see if I can help you. If you think you have metabolic issues that are stopping you or slowing you from your progress, you can check out any online evaluations that are available at drnash.com forward slash eval. If you want to check out some of the resources that I use with my private clients to help them get their goals of three to seven pounds a week on average and holding it, eating 2,000 to 3,000 calories a day, you can check out drnash.com forward slash resources. And I will catch you guys next time. Bye-bye, butterflies. <laughs>